0: Disclaimer What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off topic ranting. You have been warned.
1: Lilo DiCaprio should play the illa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Starr. Her Jake Gilly the smoke to see shud. We shut. about to talk about who she keeps Sh- us. Lilo DiCaprio should play Sh- the Sh- illa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Her Jake Gilly the smoke to see shud. We about to talk about who she Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor.
0: Oh, favorite actor. Red actor. actor. <laughs> I'm over here with my headphones on the wrong ear. The sound not <laughs> turned on. I'm not prepared. TV Just,
1: set turned on. TV set.
0: It's going to be one of them episodes. The Diamonds is VVS. Okay. VVS. To stop all that bad bars going on over there, you already know what this is. This is another episode. Yeah.
1: Bad
0: bars, Jeff. This I'm is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know it this is. It's your boy Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretts in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Silk Pajamas. Oh, you so lucky because I had a song for that, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> uh, who else I is? It's your boy, him, Nebron James. Uh, you can also call me American Fade. I can give it, or I can take one. And... walking huh? <laughs> yeah. Keep
1: that to yourself. That. Uh, uh, um, Joaquin Penny's Worth, a.k.a. K Penny's Worth, a.k.a. Pusher K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van host of the High Haiku Musical Hiatus Podcast, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young Black Philip, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, a.k.a. Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, a.k.a. Terry Hightower, a.k.a. Chevy K, a.k.a. Chorus Kojo, a.k.a. Station Wagon K, a.k.a. Chatwick Flossman, a.k.a. Cool Breeze, a.k.a. Every time I try to leave something
0: Something keeps pulling me me back, back. me back. Telling me I need Need you in my my life. life. Every
1: time I try to go, something keeps telling telling me me that,
0: me that. that. Everything's gonna gonna be be alright.
1: Every time I leave something keeps pulling me
0: me back, back. me back. Sweet
1: lady, (gasps) would
0: would you be my sweet love love
1: for? A lifetime, lifetime
0: lifetime lifetime
1: sweet lady would you be my my, my sweet love
0: for a lifetime to time, time be there when, when you need, need me just call and receive me da, 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 da. all right have you seen any movies since the last episode?
1: I watched uh blah, 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 blah. Happy Death Day. All right. And that's all I uh,
0: consumed. What would you think about that movie?
1: I thought it was cool. It mainly got good towards the end of the movie the di- And the in the dialogue and it was <laughs> kind of funny. The way them girls was talking, mm-hmm. I was rolling when the roommate talked like she was death When <laughs> oh, yeah. the girl wasn't <laughs> here,
0: She was the funniest part of the movie. that
1: was cracking me up. Even though she was very, very petty. Because uh-huh. yes, her reasoning for the stabby stab yeah.
0: was
1: over mm. her crush on the... Uh, their professor.
0: Yep, I told you it was. I was hoping it was not gonna be that and when she, as she was saying I was like I knew it was gonna be something stupid, ugh I guess this is real life
1: Poison her.
0: Yeah, she's crazy uh, <laughs> I was, I was, I kept thinking throughout the movie like it had to be her cause they wouldn't be putting her in the movie like the way they were but then they try to throw you off track with the, yeah
1: cause they gave it away very early uh, cause milkshake said something about it and early on and i was like it really is her
0: it had to be because the way they was pointing to that's why i was about to be mad when they said it was the one dude spoiler alert Yeah, that
1: didn't make sense
0: i was like man because i hate when movies do that i like movies where it's a whodunit and by whodunit you show me people in the movie and you gotta guess who it is and it ends up being one of those people that's the fun part about watching movies you're watching it you think it to yourself like all right Okay, let me use these clothes. Should it? it could it be them? Nah, because that wouldn't make sense. I think it's gonna be them. But then when you bring somebody else who's not even in the movie, I guess that's trying to throw you off guard. But that don't make it as fun and it's lazy. So I was glad they twisted it up again and then All added right. up. <sighs> glad they twisted it up again. Twisties. <laughs> That was worse. <laughs> and threw in the uh, the final twist at the end with the uh, with the roommate being the murderer. Yeah,
1: that movie really was a mix of a uh, Groundhog Day and Scream.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. some of it really reminded me of Scream.
0: I like the end joke they had uh, about Groundhog Day when she didn't uh, see yeah, it. That was funny. That means see that's that's when you can tell movies don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, I like that. That's what I like about Bloom House because they don't take themselves too seriously. They know that movies is cheap. They just try to make a... They try to give you a fun experience and not just uh, worry about everything else because, like, we ain't got the money for all that, so... Yeah.
1: Nah, a sequel ain't necessarily needed.
0: Nah, but especially, you know it's coming.
1: Especially based on what the... Whoever it was said the sequel would be about. I
0: forgot it even
1: read. He said uh, they could make it about why she kept waking up uh, why she was in that little Groundhog's groundhog? You don't scenario. need
0: to do. I'd rather see I don't y'all want do no it. Of that. But say I'd rather see somebody else just yep, go through it. Another story. That would be. That's when you ruin what you got. Ain't nobody trying to see all that.
1: Yeah. but an- another thing I discovered with the last two movies I saw. I have got to start falling asleep at the beginning of the movie. Because <laughs> I am getting tired of having to read after the movie to see if I've seen that part. <laughs> Luckily with this, where I fell asleep for such a short time that I've seen everything. But you always got to double check, go to that Wikipedia page. Like, Let, me doze. Let me see if i actually seen this part. <laughs> well, I was good.
0: I've seen all of that. Uh, did I fall asleep in that movie? Shockingly, no. So I-
1: hard. Now, the reason I fall asleep is because... My, I never just sit still and look at something. So oh, like yeah. my body gets all relaxed and comfortable.
0: I can't tell you why. I, go to I sleep. I'm just always tired. And when I was at work, we was discussing why people be tired all the time. is because they be uh, overweight and stuff. I'm like, I must be obese. Oh, I'm that too, Because <laughs> I'm always sleepy. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but maybe I, maybe I should do an experiment, change my diet, see if I'm more wide awake. But
1: I'm wide awake.
0: You got anything else to say about that movie?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: Alright. Well, myself, I only seen one movie this weekend. I was like, man, I had opportunities, but I was like... Nah, this is just this one of those weekends where I just, even all these movies that came out that I wanted to see, I just couldn't get to them, but I'm going to try to make up for it in the next coming weeks, because we all know what I'm seeing this Thursday night. <laughs> but um, what I see? I saw American May, your Boy, Tom Cruise. This movie reminded me of like a very weak sauce version of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> it had the same guy, uh, you know, goes from being poor, not poor, but... Just a up and or just a what's that word? I'm not a right phrase. I'm looking for. This is a guy who just comes up in the world and just gets big bank off doing illegal shenanigans and whatnot. So I like that aspect and that story about the movie. Mind you, I too fell asleep during a portion. It <laughs> must have been a big portion because the character was in the movie. Then the character disappeared. And afterwards, I had to ask Brianna like, where the uh where the brother go? Then she went through this long list of stuff that happened. I'm like, oh, I was snoozing then. <laughs> but I thought the movie was cool. It was nothing like extraordinary, nothing cool, nothing I would probably necessarily watch again. Tom Cruise did a great job in the movie. I can see why people are saying that this was probably one of his best performances in a while because he was literally carrying the movie. He was doing the best he could with the what he was given. Like I said, the story was cool. His, great, his performance was really good. But there was also just something about the movie that just necessarily wasn't like 100% clicking with me where I wasn't fully enjoyed, but it was, it was an okay movie. So if you like Tom Cruise, that would be the only way I would um, say you should go see this movie just to see, you know, I guess one of your favorite actors do his thing. Other than that, it's just a movie that came and went, and will be like that. I keep it's almost so forgettable. I keep forgetting to put it on my my rankings list this year. <laughs> I need to do that before I just really forget. But that is all I saw. Um, I ain't got no past episode reflections because I was in the process of listening to the episode, then I just didn't finish it. <laughs> um, you got anything before we get into what's going to be this all over the place episode? Yep.
1: First, shout out to Tyler Perry's Boo 2 a Medea Halloween for your not number one box office, but for your 8% freshness. <laughs> number one in the box office, $21 million. Number two in the box office was Geostorm, making $13 million. Shout out to you and your 11% freshness.
0: I didn't know that movie cost over $100 million to make. Mm-hmm. It don't look like it. And
1: it's so far away from making it back, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, they're good.
0: <laughs> Chalked it up to a L. Now, how long has Flatliners been out? Flatliners came out, I want to say, came out the same weekend as American Made. American Made been out for like two, three weeks. All
1: right, so I think that's enough time, or a short enough period for me to do. Come on, drop the beat.
0: And Justin Bieber.
1: Yeah. Time for the Where's Morgan. <laughs> segment, <laughs> what's see, your guess for where Flatliners is? 24.
0: 24,
1: let's go. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, Look 10, 11, 12. Look
0: J.J. Reddick looks. Uh, 13, cut, 14, tats. 15, 16,
1: 17, 18, 19, 20, and at 21, nah, you have close. Flatliners, five percent freshness. This weekend, it made two hundred
0: forty-four thousand. Rightfully so. The movie um,
1: sucks. Yeah, it's, it's definitely over for them. And that brings me to one second. New game alert! New, new game, game alert! Alert! <laughs> that <was loud>. new, <laughs> new game alert! Now, I came up with this at work, so I don't know if it'll stick or if it's Thumbtack fun or if I that was whack. Or if I do it again, but this game is called Franchise Player.
0: I feel like doing the DJ Khaled Dude. shuffle. <laughs> that he um, seems to do on every yeah. TV show he's on now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Woo! Nope. Woo! Yeet! Woo! Woo! Talk to him, Quavo.
1: The way this game is played is I'll list four actors right. or actresses right. or directors. Right. Then I'll name four movie franchises. All right. And you'll match them up. To who should, you know, star or direct or replace an actor or whatever you want it to be. But you just got to match the actor, director, actress up uh, to be placed in that franchise in any capacity that you want. Okay. All right. Your first list of actors are Michael B. Jordan, Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal, Mm -hmm. Leo DiCaprio, Mm -hmm. and Romany Malko. Now, now your four movies are, (laughs) or your four franchises are. Fast and Furious, Mm -hmm. Mm Spider-Man, The Mummy, Mm -hmm. and Transformers. Okay. We're matching up.
0: All right, so I got to match. Do I have to replace them with somebody?
1: You can do whatever you want. You can have them going forward, starring in these movies, replacing somebody.
0: All right, so you said Transformers, Spider-Man. The Mummy Mummy. and Fast
1: and Furious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, we're going to start with Fast and the Furious. Okay. And our list was Romany.
1: Michael, Michael B., Jake, Leo, or Romany.
0: Who's in Fast and Furious? And let me go down. said like Michael B. Would I want to see him in Transformers? No. Would I want to see him in The Mummy? No. <laughs> Would I want to see him in Spider-Man? And the Black Spider-Man? That's intriguing because he ain't playing nothing else. I not want to see him play no villain. And then in Fast and the Furious... All right, since we kind of discussed this in the last episode, Tyrese is really trying to talk his way out of the Fast and Furious universe. Even though I want him to stay, but Dwayne and Vin seem like they' about sick of his shenanigans. (laughs) So I'm gonna put him in the Fast and Furious universe. He's taking over Tyrese's role as the black guy, but he gets moved to the head. He's taking over Tyrese and Paul Walker at the same time. So he's gonna be Vin Diesel's (laughs) psychic. (laughs) (laughs) So then when 10 comes That's when they spin it off To the Michael B series And then it becomes more urban That's when you bring Ryan Coogler in (laughs) And it becomes more black people Not more Ja And Tigers And those type of characters Actual good black people driving cars Heist films all over again So he's with Fast and Furious Fast and
1: Furious needs to just Do a Car connected universe because there ain't no reason why Aaron Paul and Scott McCutcheon ain't in Fast and Furious. Yeah, they could easily. Cuddy them. can replace Tyrese. He Cause was he the funny man in He <laughs> would do that mean, well. And then you connect Baby Driver with it. King Ansel. He could reach out pu- of j- Dominic Toretto. Freeze him out of jail because he needs well, a he, new good he, getaway driver. Well, he
0: heard about his driving skills. See? Yeah, they gonna have to do that. Car. Let me write that down. Baby Furious.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
0: Or Baby Furious Nah you can't You just gonna ignore a Need for Speed title It's just Baby Furious Alright And then
1: you can have uh, Lightning McQueen From The Cars series
0: <laughs> He can make a cameo Like one of their races When they pull And all the cars Pull up next to each other And everybody Look out their window You just see a little Animated Steve McQueen Pull up Everybody be like huh? <laughs> Alright so moving on To the next guy So we got Spider-Man transformers and And the the mummies left i am going to put romany malco with the mummy because the last mummy was totes he can play the bumbling bumbling idiot friend to (laughs) (laughs) to if you still want tom cruise be in that joint uh tom cruise romany malco buddy buddy comedy action flick
1: and this could mean that he could also be in what is a Dracula movie, or Justin I don't ever High think we're gonna ever or get or that Gary, far.
0: Right? So he he can be the bumbling idiot friend who turns into like one of the mummy's minions and is killed off in like a movie or two. That leaves us with Jake Gilly and Leonardo DiCaprio, Jake Gyllenhaal is going over to the Transformers universe to save it. He is going <laughs> to be the new uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I'm talking. He's gonna be funny. He's going to do an action. (laughs) This is going to be a movie that's that's not directed by Michael Bay. He's going to get one of his indie directors to come over and direct it, like uh, Denis V. He's going to take over. That would look so crazy. He's going to make it the most beautiful looking looking Transformers movie ever.
1: Is (laughs) Haley Steinfeld going to be able to be in this? Nah, no Haley
0: Steinfeld, no John Cena, (laughs) none of them. And then that leaves us with Spider Man, Leonardo DiCaprio. Guess who he's going to play? he gonna play Mr. J. Jonah Jameson. He gonna oh, fine. he gonna put on a show. They ain't gonna give him like the full. They ain't gonna make him look just like the character, but they gonna get it pretty close in the Tom Holland Spider-Man universe. And he's gonna be he's gonna be a supporting character, but he's gonna be in a little bit more. He actually gonna get from behind the desk. Start going out with Spider Man on some of his runs. Oh Lord! So it's gonna be a little. That's how. That's how you gotta get Leo in the flick. You gotta force him, even though it make the movie bad. But so he gonna play that character, or he? And if that don't work, then he gonna play a villain like a a Doc Ock, uh, Doc Ock or something. They are gonna bring him back.
1: All right. I have another list. All right. You got Logan Lerman. We know he ain't getting the big role. <laughs> King Ansel. Hey. Okay. Margot Robbie. mm Hmm. Nina Dobrev, and see, I'm mixing up actresses and actors. Yikes! All right, your franchises: X-Men, okay, It, and/or if you want to do a Stephen King universe, but the It series, Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. and not and when the next one is not overall like this man's whole type of movies, specifically Madea Halloween movies. We, I know who's going in these Madea <laughs> Halloween movies. Nina
0: Dobrev is going into the, <laughs> these crappy Madea I, movies. That's nearly a perfect I guess, fit. I can picture her being in it as not even a star. Like Bella Thorne wasn't uh-huh. the star of the movie, just a side friend. That's Nina Dobrev to a T. She might even be in this sequel. Who knows? Um, then you got it, Harry Potter. And what was the first one you said? X-Men. X-Men. So we got Logan, um, King Ansel. And Margot Robbie. I would put Margot Robbie in the X-Men universe. Okay. I could see her playing Mystique.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, if they had to recast that character so quickly all over again. <laughs> I could see her playing Mystique. Or um, who did January Jones play? What was her name? Emma Frost. Yeah, I can see her playing like an Emma Frost. Or... I don't see her being like a Jean Grey, so I would say those two characters. Definitely, I can see her playing Mystique, so I'll put her there. She knows how these big um, these big comic book franchises work, and I know she's trying to get back into a good one. Um, <laughs> now and- we
1: got Logan and King Ansel with it and Harry Potter left.
0: Logan Lerman. Woo, that's
1: dangerous. Yeah, Ansel is... in the Harry Potter universe, <laughs> he could be back to looking goofy.
0: Yeah, but then at the same time, Logan in a Harry Potter, he's not ready for that. he has been trying I mean, his hardest.
1: The, he's always like a real good fit for all this. Yeah, he these. looks well, like he ready.
0: Could, he could play Harry Potter like in the uh, the Cursed Child if they was to make that into a movie. On
1: stage, he could still play the one on stage. He ain't ready for the movie when we
0: bringing in big Danny Rad. <laughs> And I, but I was talking about him playing his son. <laughs> Dang, he's really a side character. If they would, if they made it to a movie and he played his son, but they aged his son for the movie, he would be in that. Or if they was to remake Harry Potter, but make him start old, he could play Harry Potter, I guess. And then, um, then that leaves King Ansel for. It, I can see him playing yeah, um, those stutters. Yeah, yeah. I can see him playing a, not a 37-year-old or age version. Yeah, that of really him. would make sense. <laughs> they would have to edit it to where he's a teenager or a young adult, and he could definitely be in that universe. He could play a frightened young person. <laughs> he could. He still got that look in him, so I'm going with King Ansel for It.
1: All right, one more category. Here's your options. You got the Russo brothers. Okay. Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. and Zack Snyder. Okay, your franchises movies are Pokemon, <laughs> Iron Man, Okay, Lethal
0: Weapon, All Right, and Rush Hour. So he said Pokemon, Mm -hmm. Lethal Weapon, Iron Man, Rush Hour. We got Guy Ritchie, Russo Brothers, M. Night, and Zack Snyder. Yep, let's see. M. Night, he already damaged one. (laughs) He already already ruined one beloved childhood show. Why not knock out another one? So he's doing Pokemon.
1: Live action Pokemon directed by (laughs) M. Night Shyamalan's Pokemon. Uh Uh-huh. Dang, that sounds like some bars.
0: All the... uh, the All the good graces he's been getting back into everybody. Yeah, he worked hard. He's going to ruin it by doing Pokemon. That Who's Lee.
1: playing Ash just for... An-
0: Ansel, 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 Ansel. Ansel. <laughs> Perfect. Guy. Or Logan Lerman. They <laughs> Logan both, ain't ready for Ash. <laughs> he ain't ready for nothing. Gotta be, gotta be <laughs> an or Ansel. or the guy who played Dread Ranger and Pokemon. <laughs> Daiquiri. Or, here's a, here's a hot take... <laughs> The guy who plays Ooh. is the lead in Riverdale, the redhead, oh, and no. his hair would stay red. Yeah, he don't
1: deserve, <laughs> he don't deserve that quite yet.
0: Or JJ Reddick. and then next—that's uh, <laughs> random.
1: You just want to see no. JJ Reddick for an hour and thirty minutes. Put
0: I could do I can watch basketball for that. Put a hat on him.
1: He ain't so far this season. He probably ain't been on the court for a combined hour and thirty minutes.
0: Uh, he's leading the team in shot attempts. He is making the most money on the team. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a, that's
0: Until yeah. next year when Joe MB's ridiculous contract kicks in. Yeah. All right, so we got Guy Ritchie. The Russo, Russo brothers. And and Zach Zack Snyder, Snyder And we got Rush Hour. Ooh, Iron Man. Weapon, Lethal Iron Weapon. Man. This is... Uh, Zack Snyder would darken up Iron Man too much. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. This is a tough one. You know what? I take it back put Zack Snyder in Pokemon okay cuz he he knows how to make action-packed joints and if y'all gonna make a Pokemon movie I want to see some some crazy effects and whatnot so I'll put Zack Snyder with that see what he can do M night would have to then he, he can't do that man it's lethal weapon or rush hour I'm gonna do it with my the least less liked of the properties. Put him with a uh, lethal weapon. Okay. He would have that movie having twists and turns. It'd be d- dark. I would like to see his take a shot at comedy. I don't know. I think in Split, uh, what's it called? Uh, James McAvoy was just able to be funny in that movie. I don't know him. I like, was writing jokes. Um, but he did do what was that that movie that came out before Split with the two kids.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, The
0: Visit. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if he wrote that to be funny. Just a little lispy kid in that movie. Yeah, he was, that was just funny stuff on that. Yeah, just kids, you just can't have them be serious, so they just naturally come off funny. So then that leaves Guy Ritchie and the Russo Brothers. Guy Ritchie, I'm putting towards... Um, I want to put the Russo Brothers towards Iron Man, but I want to take them out the Marvel Universe. So I'll put them with Rush Hour. Okay. Because Rush Hour needs some some good hands on it because according to Jackie Chan they're making another one mm-hmm. and his Jackie Chan accent which came over very Jackie Channy in the quotes that they uh, <laughs> <laughs> that they did of what he was saying he said they do it he just said he hopes uh, they're supposed to be meeting Chris Tucker here soon and he hopes he signs on to do it so that leaves Guy Ritchie with Iron Man Okay, that, oh, that was Shane Black who did the last one yeah, Guy Ritchie, a uh, great director sometimes. <laughs> then sometimes he does things like... "Who's that Sword movie that came out this year? King Arthur? Oh,
1: King Arthur, and, Legend of the Sword.
0: Yeah, then he does some garbage like that. But I feel if you p- put him with a brand that's already established and already been well-received and been great, I think he would just add to that because he can write a great script as we've seen with... Wait... No, Shane Black was the one who did uh, uh what's it called? Uh, that movie with Ryan Gosling and the new. Oh, the new guys. Yeah, he. That was Shane Black, right? I think so. I might be giving Guy Ritchie too much credit. <laughs> we might have to, you know what? Yeah, that's Marvel's known to take directors who you don't really expect to do good, and then maybe reviving their careers or bringing the best out of them by just putting their name as a director, but them doing all the work. So I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave Guy Ritchie with Iron Man. Okay. And I feel like he might have worked with Robert Downey Jr. before. Yeah.
1: I feel like. All right, to recap, you put Michael B. Jordan in the Fast and Furious universe. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal in Transformers. Mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio in Spider-Man. mm mm-hmm. Romney Malco in The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Logan Lerman in Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie and X Men, mm-hmm. King Ansel and It, Nina Dobrev and Madea, mm-hmm. Halloween, Russo brothers on Rush Hour, Guy Ritchie on Iron Man, M Night on Lethal Weapon, and Zack Snyder creates the live action Pokemon <laughs> movie.
0: I can see
1: it. That was the first iteration of franchise player. Woo. Uh-huh. Woo. At I
0: yeah. uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Mhm. Uh-huh. Mhm. All right. All right. That was that new game that we should be seeing in the future. Let's move on to a very sporadic uh, set of topics here slash Halloween edition of the episode. <laughs> this is what
1: spooky, scary. I should be playing some riff raff Balloween <laughs> music.
0: <laughs> That's, so we're gonna do that first to get that out the way with so everybody know Halloween is coming up. Your boy about to go as uh, Captain Jack.
1: I don't know why. You like those movies <laughs>
0: like yeah I don't I haven't dressed I haven't full on dressed up for Halloween since I was a child. I've
1: I stopped doing Halloween like elementary.
0: Now I go, I put my same mask on every year and I walk out and scare people. All right, so we all know Jigsaw comes out this week. It's expected to make 200 million first weekend. Um, <laughs> but now we're going to take a look at next year's horror flicks. Now I want you to tell me which one you're looking forward to the most and then which one you expect to make the most money domestically of these flicks. Okay. Some we've seen stuff from. Some we haven't So First up We got Insidious The Last Key Okay New Mutants of course (laughs) The untitled Next Purge movie The Nun Okay From The Conjuring Universe The Meg Which is that little shark movie With Jason Tatum Mm. Whoop! Well, wrong person, Jason Statham. I was about to say, who Jason, is Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum's on the oh. Celtics. Dang, <laughs> I disrespect my boy like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why that name sounded familiar. He could start in that movie, uh, filmed by the name. That of the... Would
1: be <laughs> atrocious, but I, was... I can see a young NBA player or something being one of the group members in a horror movie where everybody's getting killed off, like how Trey Songz was. And uh, uh, yeah. The Texas Chainsaw.
0: <laughs> yeah, they can't get a giant, to, though. They
1: tried to put Trey songs in a movie. Yeah, him
0: and Alexander Daddario was balling in that movie. Um, we have Cadaver. Don't know what that is. Uh, Hellfest. Halloween, the 2008 version. And a film by the name of Overlord.
1: Alright, so I'm not giving none of the credit to any of these new ones. Um...
0: We got Insidious, New Mutants, The Purge. I suppose purge. as
1: of now, just based off of that trailer, I'm anticipating New Mutants. Okay. most off the strength of, I want to see what this is. Right. Not in, because Insidious already proved itself, so I know what I'm about to get. Purge is the purge each time. Uh, Who's the other ones? We got... None. Uh, the None. Now, which one do I think is going to make the most? I would normally... A Marvel movie I would easily say That But this is yeah, Something I don't, different
0: I feel like if Unless they Unless they uh, Change up the way They're gonna promote the movie And actually make it seem Like an X-Men movie Towards the The release date
1: They better just show Like a picture of Hugh Jackman In it <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Like it's in this universe <laughs> Yeah they uh, so I'm be anticipating to that one the one that's gonna make the most Probably Insidious Wait mm. Maybe The Nun. Okay. Because they like the the Conjuring movies.
0: All right, so you say The Nun? I
1: go with The Nun.
0: All right, for me, the one I'm anticipating the most, this is a tough one because Insidious is one of my favorite horror franchises, but that January release date is just really bothering me. And then The Nun is part of The Conjuring universe, and I really enjoy that universe, even though the two Annabelle movies ain't really been uh, clicking too well with me. <laughs> Um, was there another spinoff yet? There's only been two—the like two Annabelle movies, right? I don't know why I feel like there was another one, but maybe I'm thinking of the nun.
1: It really does look like as another one, but they got the nun coming out, and they
0: got a uh... oh, the Crooked Man or whatever. Yeah, the man. Either way, I'm still looking forward to that, and then I'm 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 really looking forward to see what. Uh, Danny McBride and David Gordon Green do with this yeah. Halloween movie because I, when they were announced to be the writers of it, I was like, We're gonna be funny,
1: and yeah, I was excited,
0: then it's gonna be very interesting. I think I feel like it's gonna be very uh, screamish for 2017, not like, um, like the storyline itself, but just the vibe and the humor to it. So, those would be the top three. New Mutants is up there, but. I do feel like they're going to pull the wolf, or they're going to, I don't know what trying phrase I'm trying to say. I think they're just going to go back and start uh, showing it as an X-Men movie. And I'm only saying that because they better not expect to make any money with the way they're promoting this movie now. <laughs> it might seem more interesting the way they're promoting it, but money-wise, y'all better act like uh, this movie is actually in y'all's X-Men universe. So I'm going to have to go with the, I'm going to actually go with Halloween. Because Insidious, like you say, you already know what we're going to get. Even though I predict this one to be the worst of the four. Yeah. They, already, I already, they already got me with the first two movies, so I'm sold on it. I don't care what the rest of them do quality-wise. The Nun, like I said, Annabelle. The two Annabelle movies ain't really been clicking with me, but you never know. It could change with The Nun, and I still enjoy the universe as a whole. And like I said, the, Danny McBride writing a Halloween movie is... Was getting me, so I'm really interested in seeing how he's able to work that up. I think it's gonna be great. I Think it's gonna be smart. I like when you get these little out of box out of the box castings for different positions. Like I was excited when Jesse Eisenberg was cast as Lex Luthor and uh, Ben Affleck as Batman. We saw how both those turned out, one for the good, one for the bad. <laughs> so I'm hoping this one turns out for the good. So I'm gonna go for Halloween, and then the movie I think is gonna make the most. I think will be Halloween I'm gonna go on the limb The Nun could make a bunch Insidious I think is actually gonna bomb Unfortunately <laughs> New Mutants I think unless they change up the way it's promoted I don't think it's gonna make uh Nowhere near as much money As the other one installments in that universe The Nun could make a bunch I definitely think it would do well But I think Halloween coming out around Halloween Will definitely bring in a big crowd At least for the first week or two and I think that might be able to hold it up. Now, if there was a movie coming out around, like, September that was that looked real good, like it did, I'd pick that. But I'm going to go with Halloween. <laughs> All right. Moving on to just some random shenanigans that's been going on this week. Ain't really much been popping off this week in, the, in terms of interesting movie stuff.
1: Dora, the Explorer live-action movie produced by Michael Bay ain't interesting to you. That's real? Mm-hmm. Nick Stoller's directing it.
0: Woo! That looks... That just sounds awful. Oh, my gosh. Live action Dora the Explorer produced, produced by me. Michael Bay. Hmm.
1: He has something going on in his brain.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing now.
1: He got the Transformers and Ninja Turtles.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Now he want Dora, which for one... The fact that Dora started in 2000 seems very, very long Woo! ago, and it's been over, or the last episode was in 2015. Oh. I thought it was still going.
0: That show lasted 15 years? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that sounds crazy. <laughs> and uh, she did age, though.
1: Arthur is uh, celebrating his 20th year.
0: And he's probably still the same age.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> probably on his fifth act- voice actor
0: then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that is crazy. <laughs> but, uh...
1: We're explorer. Now, nobody right trying to, to s- Swiper. Who's gonna do the motion capture for Swiper? And, uh, Andy Circus. Alright, <laughs> okay. okay, is it gonna be Map?
0: <laughs> uh, oh I'm just getting, getting just heebie-jeebies about this bad idea that they're. Oh my gosh! Nick Stella, why are you doing this?
1: Backpack.
0: you yeah, must. I mean, I feel like this is gonna be like a. Action Tomb Raider style movie. It sounds dark. With, with Haley Steinfeld or uh, Gina Rodriguez starring said, as a Haley's, child. I
1: know Haley Steinfeld got a something color <laughs> to her. And I don't know about a Latina. Is that would do Explorer? Like
0: they would whitewash her, of course. Hey, <laughs> anyway, it'd be uh. Doreen the Explorer. <laughs> All right. So this week they announced that Justice League will be two hours and one minute long, making it the <laughs> shortest DC movie that has came out so far in that universe that has no name. Are you Next in favor friend. of this shorter runtime or no? Nah?
1: Yeah, because I don't need all that uh, bad DC movie. I don't want it to feel like it's going on forever, because Batman vs. Superman was way too long. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good with this. Get in there, get out. Especially if it's going to have a lack of Superman. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So, I don't need... I don't, that's too much Ezra if we go into oh, or something oh gosh. Uh, who else? uh cyborg how much cyborg gonna be in it so
0: yeah I'm good
1: with that two hours that's long enough
0: <laughs> yeah I think I'm I'm good with it too like you said it just it gives you less amount of time to deal with all the bad that might be in the movie get straight to the point get straight to the bunch of action which with the trailers making it seem. But it also makes me seem like that the balance of action and story is gonna be trash. Then I mean, it's gonna I,
1: be about an hour of uh, building a story up, and then an hour of a little bit of action, and then I mean, ending the story. I
0: mean, two hours is long enough to do a good story justice. Um, Avengers, that was probably like what hour? Two hour, two hour twenty something along those lines, and they did a perfect mm-hmm. job with that. It didn't have as much action until like the last hour and that was just non-stop action and there's really nothing uh i mean they got to introduce cyborg kind of flash kind of and uh aquaman kind of but i know they're not going to go too deep into their uh origin stories because they're saving that They
1: all got solo movies yeah, now, uh, cyborg y'all better tell his whole yeah, life story y'all can do y'all thing.
0: can do 30 minutes of just him just <laughs> him getting in his little whack car accident and which I don't like that they changed that aspect of it. Let him get hurt playing football. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I think the two hours will be good. Uh, you know, we already dealt with long movies before with them, and it hasn't necessarily worked out for the it best. Sure so hasn't. let's just get straight it's like to the that entertainment. Suicide
1: Squad is longer man.
0: yeah, that's crazy.
1: I always forget Suicide Squad was whack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still want it on Blu-ray too
1: i was going to watch Will Smith and Margot Robbie Do a good performance Now that I don't need them Overdoing it With Harley Quinn And all these movies Like they're about to Yeah they're about to
0: uh, I tell you They take what they see as good And they just start doing it I'm surprised they're not Shooting out Gal Gadot sequels For Wonder Woman sequels Over and over again Before yeah. all these other movies <laughs> Like we're going to Ride our cash cow Alright Moving on Tyler Perry Said he had conversations <laughs> With Marvel and DC That had me startled <laughs> And uh, so uh, he was asked, I know you said that the superhero superhero genre is not your thing. It really ain't. (laughs) You never want to helm one. But have you ever been approached by Marvel or DC to do one? And he said, I've had a couple conversations, but I would always say I'm not the guy to do this. I'm not the guy that can bring this vision to life because it takes such a village to pull it together. And I'm not the guy that can work with 50 other directors and producers telling you what to do, how to do it. When to do it. That doesn't work for me. I saw that in a couple of the sci fi movies that I've been a part of, and I think, uh, I'm not doing that. So, my question to you is which movie do you think Tyler Perry was approached for in either Marvel or DC? I am
1: assuming Black Panther.
0: I would have turned over in my grave, and Chadwick would have been recasted for Lance Gross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or him, Tyler Perry. <laughs> oh,
0: Tyler Black Perry fan. was definitely playing his dad. <laughs> he was definitely going to get recast as his dad, or who Forest play Whitaker plays. Uh, so, um, probably that. My heart is hurting. I'm thinking about Tyler Perry for doing Black Panther.
1: For DC, I'm thinking along the lines of either Cyborg, or... Flash, since at one point Flash had a black director, they probably wanted to try, let me try one of these uh, blacks again. Oh my god! Just like with Marvel, when they did Black Panther, immediately looked at black directors. Of course, you got to. With Captain Marvel, immediately looked for <laughs> yeah, one they, of the directors. They
0: ain't got the time to be dealing with that backlash.
1: <laughs> oh, so they were slick. They got direct, uh, uh male, uh-huh. female directors. <laughs> they had duo. to balance it. Like, we like, do but straight, they whispered right like... You gotta take over this movie <laughs> if she gets a little, uh, yeah. lippy. Don't, don't let her give her input. Just let it
0: seem like she's doing
1: what she's doing. Yeah, so he's probably doing one of those. Or they was giving him real, real tiny, tiny, uh, properties that they may want to do.
0: <sighs> DC yeah.
1: probably talked to him for the CW stuff. He was probably, uh, Black Lightning or whatever that new show is.
0: Oh, Yeah. For me, I think for Marvel, if anything, I I refuse. I doubt they asked him for anything. Yeah, I think that I think what he means by a couple conversations, I think he's blown out of proportion. They want to maybe do like a roll or something. Um <laughs> if they asked him to do Black Panther, shoot yourselves. So um, <laughs> uh, Tyler
1: Perry's the Black Panther would be oh, very good. Oh no. cameos from Medea. You would uh, have um
0: uh, 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 Mr
1: Brown in it. He can play. He would play Lance Gross's dad. <laughs>
0: nah, I think they asked him to direct an episode of Luke Cage. Bro, and if
1: they asked him to do Luke Cage
0: overall, we would have
1: Lance Gross and Luke Cage. <laughs> Helms pops. <laughs> uh, nah, would he he be would have tried like to play Alan Payne. Would be like <laughs> <the villain. laughs> he would have
0: definitely tried to play Cottonmouth. And he would have tried to play the Viper. He, he got played two different villains he in one season.
1: So bad as Cottonmouth, <laughs> because <laughs> he would try to act all cool and tough.
0: Seeing, t- seeing Tyler Perry cross his arms, don't look intimidating at all. He, he caught played, a man. He
1: played Alex Cross.
0: I don't so care. His, if his hair looked his crazy. Eyes.
1: Yeah, why would they give him that little wig? I know that wasn't his real hair.
0: He he caught a man. The gorgeous, yeah, on the. If TV he would have been in the
1: Marvel universe, oh, he, he would ran been. into Thor. He
0: would have been flipping his words and stuttering. <laughs> he would have been losing his mind. He would have been hitting on mad dudes. He would have been seeing Chris Evans doing uh, curls, Cap <laughs> <laughs> like gorgeous, Iron gorgeous. He would have been saying up. Oh, Black Gorgeous. If you would have seen Chris Pratt work it out for the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, gotcha. the second one, he's starting to
1: fill back out. He's going to be back to regular Chrissy Pratt. In he'd, have the third one.
0: The, he'd have been wiping the sweat off his hey. brow. Like, yikes. Thanks, the Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll over to Perry, t- man. <laughs> moving over to DC. I think they would ask him to do Suicide Squad. With Will Smith already signed on. And Will Smith, and Will Smith like, would have tried his hardest to get out of that script. <laughs> <laughs> he would have sued him for all types Tyler of random Perry's reasons. Suicide Squad, it'd be all preachy. If, if not the first one, the second one. Oh he'd doing, my gosh. Uh, he definitely asking him to do one of those.
1: <laughs> that would be so whack.
0: <laughs> it would have been crazy. Or, taking back to TV again, they asked him to play Lucius on Gotham. <laughs> what uh,
1: Tyler Perry has acted in anything.
0: That's why I was still shocked to see him in Star Trek. And it cracks me. And it's shocking to say that he did really good in Gone Girl.
1: That's. Yeah, he did good in Gone Girl. <laughs> Everything else, he just don't fit.
0: <laughs> that is crazy. And he was funny in Gone See, he needed to just work with David Fincher because clearly David Fincher yeah, knows what to do with him. Right. He knows he to get was, him the right he role.
1: Was coached Tyler Perry. Like, stop doing. You sound like Medea in this part. <laughs>
0: Oh gosh! Ugh. All right, moving on. Your boy Miles Teller said he is not LT. doing the Allegiant TV movie, saying, um, "No, I'm not doing that. Just that's not happening for me. Keeping it nice and short and sweet." Now I think, I think we had this discussion before, and I think we said, uh, "Ansel is definitely the one who should be doing the <laughs> the, <laughs> the TV Dude, movie." That ain't true anymore. Now between Miles, Shailene. And Ansel And Theo And Jaya You gotta give me two Who would you Or who would be most like No Who should take that role Or it should be be, Who who should and whose characters Would carry over the best
1: Theo And Shailene Shailene because you were already on TV
0: Freeform though, like I'm, I'm assuming this is on Freeform. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming she was
1: already on that television or that channel, technically.
0: Oh yeah, she was with, uh, with and a. And so went straight
1: to the movies. Uh, <laughs> Miles Taylor already said no, and he does movies. Jai Courtney is in a lot of movies. I'm not saying he's <laughs> he's in things. He's he, out of those three, he would be the closest. But when you got someone like Theo James, even though he also does movies, well, he could do a TV show. He could definitely do a TV show. And then Shailene Woodley, just take this out. You're on a TV show, it's just on HBO. And if you put <laughs> get you one of these uh freeform TV shows for you know a little six week run or something.
0: If I had to pick two, it would be those two. Only because, but it would have to be on a different channel. <laughs> and I'm not. I don't, I don't even want her to give her all. I want her to just sleepwalk through that yeah, performance. Funny, get it up give it over with. Then if I it, if I would have added uh Zoe Kravitz in there, put Zoe Kravitz, Theo James, let them lead the stars edition of uh the Allegiant TV movie and then call it a day. But yeah, Miles, now nah, he too big. Ansel too big. Shailene the biggest, but Theo. He's right there, and I don't even like Jaya Courtney, but still, he seems too big to do that. like yeah. he just wouldn't even—he wouldn't even work on TV. I don't know why. It just something yeah, it about really it.
1: Really seemed like he don't fit on the silver screen, and that is
0: odd because his talent level surely does show <laughs> that he's right there. Dang.
1: Okay, next season of uh, True Detective, uh, Mahershala Ali and Jaya Courtney.
0: Dang. Oh my god! And I could see him do that show. Pairing up with Mahershala that would make me sick. <laughs> oh my gosh Alright Now I'm looking at all these Blumhouse movies I'm trying to see if there's enough To do a A movie bracket One of these episodes On On the podcast I'm about to count How many movies there are <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29 30 31 32 33 34 35 36 37 38 39 40 41 42 43 44 45, 45 46 47 48 49 50 51 52 53 54 there's enough So
1: that many Blumhouse movies?
0: Yep, and a lot of them aren't horror movies. These are these Blumhouse productions. You got horror, comedy, thrillers, um dramas, and they only started making movies in 2009.
1: It's 15
0: movies. Mind you, for their first two years, their only movies was Paranormal and Paranormal Activity 2. In their, f- their fir- in their third year, it was just Insidious, Paranormal Activity 3. And then in 2012, that's when they started stepping out of the box making The Baby Makers, Sinister, The Bay. Then they started branching out to different horror movies and doing comedy and stuff. But the first couple of years, they was just living off of... They made... They made nine one hundred ninety or Paranormal Activity made one hundred ninety three million. Then Paranormal Activity Two was one hundred seventy seven million. So they just took their earnings from them two movies, uh-huh. built a production studio, and was able to <laughs> put that towards other movies. And their highest, their biggest budget movie so far is a tie between The Purge, Election Year, Paranormal Activity, Ghost Dimension, Sinister Two and Insidious Chapter 3 and the most those or those all cost 10 million dollars
1: Bloomhouse are
0: very wealthy <laughs> they pull in cake they ain't paying no actors they ain't paying for none of these movies
1: where the, where the money go just in a bank, <laughs> yep. in bank accounts. <laughs> that's how we make all
0: these movies we, we decipher it up hey I think their highest or their biggest name actor just off of looking at these movies might be uh James McAvoy with split. Um what's his name? Ethan Hawk oh, yeah. with Sinister. Uh they did whip so I guess J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller, if you want to call Jennifer Lopez a big uh, yeah. a big name. <laughs> and that's probably it. That's crazy. I mean, those are the biggest actors you've had in a movie before? <laughs> that is nutty. So definitely expect a uh, nice... It's, it's about time that we get a return of the, the bracket. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but definitely expect a Blumhouse bracket because they're killing it with their movies. They already had a bajillion number ones, and they have some forgettable joints like Low Riders and Birth of a Dragon. But <laughs> they got Split, Get Out, and Happy Death Day this year alone. They also got Amityville, The Awakening. But, um Oof. okay, who, what lie is this? It says Amityville The Awakened has made $7 million this year. I don't know where
1: I don't they even, got that $7 million
0: from. I don't even believe that on a global scale. <laughs> that is ridiculous. All right. You got anything else you want to throw out there? that I can think of. All right, it's time to go on to the punishment segment. Punishment. Now, I'm not saying this person should get the punishment segment. I was just very flabbergasted to read this story, because Brianna told me it, and I was like, "That can't be true." And if it's true, I'm laughing at it. And then I looked it up today, and this news was out two weeks ago. Your boy Terry Cruz. Ah yeah,
1: the old uh, handshake.
0: <laughs> after all the Harvey Weinstein shenanigans came mm-hmm. out, the uh, Terry Crews came out and said that he was also uh, molested by uh, a higher Hollywood exec. And he said, I'm trying to find his exact quote. Uh, he basically said, at an industry, an industry function in 2016, an unnamed male executive groped his genital, or genitals in front of his wife and grinned like a jerk at the pair's shock response. He didn't retaliate because, or he said he was tempted to retaliate. But didn't because he worried how the incident would make him look and be reported, and he feared he would go to jail. He was like a 240-pound black man stomps out a Hollywood honcho. Would that? What would? Or that would be the headline the next day. He later said the executive called to apologize, but did not give a reason for his uh, groping. And this whole um, Harvey Weinstein thing caused post-traumatic stress disorder for Terry Crews, and yeah. So I'm not. I you know, just I'm just. Brought it up to say, I did not expect a man like Terry Crews to let a old scrawny Hollywood exec to walk up to him, give him the old handshake, and then keep pushing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. So, with that said, you got anybody you want to put on punishment <laughs> <laughs> for it, this week? It
1: should be that dude that I went ahead and touched on Terry Crews, yeah. but... You was bold enough to walk yeah. on Terry,
0: and you got some bravery, and you didn't get stomped out for it. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. But I, I'm just gonna read this quote. I'm not even saying this person is gonna get it because I haven't read the quote yet. I just want to read it out loud so I can thank. But the article says uh, Gerald Gerard Butler feels God of Egypt whitewashing backlash was too much, and he was quoted as saying, "If you don't remember what Gods of Egypt is, don't <laughs> worry, about no to get one
1: the does." off of whatever he's about to say, and <laughs> <Geostorm>. <laughs>
0: He was like. Uh, let me see what the, put them in context. He said, believe, Butler believes people may have taken their concerns too far. And he was like, no, because I think that that was, it was, you know, I understand. What is it? Let me read this slowly to make sure I'm reading this right. No, because I think that was, it was, you know, I understand the movement generally, but you consider our movie, one of our leads was based on an Egyptian god who was not black. We had Ethiopians in the movie. We had Egyptians in the film. We had all different actors from all over the place that was never really... They were from everywhere. So I thought that it was a little too much to try and damage a movie like that. I disagree. Hmm. (laughs) Alright. Okay. So should Gerard Butler get it or is there somebody else or should it be old, the old unnamed fella or should we go back and give somebody else from flatliners <laughs> punishment
1: I go with Gerard Butler because because
0: of whatever he said he's and getting he should get it just
1: forget storm
0: that and he's defending a whack movie all these years later, usually smart people, smart (laughs) actors, they know when a movie's whack, and they just brush it off and act like it never happened, or they even go back and say the movie was whack. He's still defending this garbage. (laughs) So Gerard Butler, you're on punishment, sir, for your Geostorm, which I haven't seen yet, and you defending Gods of Egypt for whatever reason. Yeah, and he had the audacity to say that um, uh, what's that? The sequel to uh, the next sequel to Olympus has fallen well, as London has fallen. And this one is, I forget what it's going to be called, but he said it was going to be very like Logan. So, Joar Oh <laughs> my god! I know how. I I don't even got to read the quote. Pathetic loser. T- to know what he's talking about, since he's the one that's going to be sought after to get killed. He's going to be this old and. Getting up there in age and slow on his feet guy who used to be this big, you know, uh, security person and he's going to be slowed down in this one. I don't care. Don't go comparing your movie to Logan. Don't go defending guys of Egypt because it was trash and it bombed and it whitewashed and you sound racist for defending it. And you and Geostorm, which seems like no one is liking so far. Hopefully I can give my opinion on the film soon. So again, Gerard Butler, you're on punishment, sir. Go chillax in the corner and think about an becoming the next Liam Neeson. Get... you ugly, and you're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You're just plain old ugly. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes section of the show. We have to resolve. What movie did we do last weekend? I think it was two movies. It was Boo 2 and Geostorm. So if we go to I'm Ron. If we go to Rotten Tomatoes right now, first up we'll do Boo 2, Tyler Perry's Boo 2 of Medea Halloween. It is sitting at a nice solid 8% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. That's pretty good. Down from the original, which had like 20 or 21%. All right, so it's at 8. I gave it a 13%. You gave it a nice solid 17%. Oh my gosh. Giving me the W for this week. What a check mark at. All right. And then with Geostorm, that is sitting at a nice, as I look right now, eleven percent. Okay. So it's going up. <laughs> um and for that, I gave it a fifty-four <laughs> percent. And you gave it a 33% giving yeah. you the W for that movie.
1: Thank goodness.
0: So that leaves the total right now. Um, me up 24, you at 17. All
1: right, I can battle back.
0: And I just want to say that Amityville, The Awakening, a movie that has struggled its hardest to come out for the last several years. Ain't, ain't I mean, it's certified rotten right now, but it has 40%. so Almost okay. half the critics thought it was pretty good. So, good for you, Amityville Awakening.
1: Yeah, it's up there with Suburbicon.
0: Yeah, that's, I'm surprised that's is...
1: Now, Jigsaw ain't got no ratings yet. Oh, movie. we know this that's... Six... Under
0: 10%. <laughs> Leads us to the movie we're gonna be doing for this week. Jigsaw. Now.
1: Now, yeah, based off of all the previous very low ones, and then this one looks like the worst of all of
0: them. <laughs> it, was, it never should have been made in the first place. But it's here now, so I gotta ride for it. So, I'm gonna try not to be biased. What are you giving Jigsaw?
1: Dang, this is one of the rare ones where ain't nothing popped in my head. Right. The saw movies typically stay around twenty percent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is pitiful. <laughs> I mean, I can see it. The I still first love them. one is the
1: highest at forty eight. <laughs> that
0: is bad.
1: <laughs> After that, it went to about 27, 17, oh, no, no, it went to 36, then 27, then 17, then to 12.
0: Then back up.
1: Then back up to 38, and that leaves us to now.
0: What is, wait, hold the phone. What is the final chapter? What's the, I can't find the review for the, the. The score for that one. Because that was the last one. I don't know why that's not... Saw the final chapter. Well, they act like they just don't have that movie on here. Because there was seven of them. There's not just six. What in the world? No.
1: Oh, oh that one. Was, oh, yeah. They call that... Uh, Saw 3D? Yeah, so that's at 9%. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these movies
0: ain't too long. Nope, they be like 80 something minutes. They get, <laughs> they get to the gore and they keep it pushing. All
1: right, so I'm going t- 29%. All right. I am dangerous. Be- <laughs> mm, I mean, you know, I'm going 20. 20, 20
0: flat. <laughs> Let's see yeah, cuz you was about to shoot it back up into solid territory. This is going to be one of one the, of the best, best ones.
1: 20 is high. <laughs> You know what, it can't, there ain't no way that it would be better than the last one and the last one's at nine. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, this I'm is lowering crazy. it as we speak. This is crazy.
0: These are movies that I love and they are being just doo-dooed on.
1: I'm going. I'll go. Eighteen uh, percent. I'll just lower it about two.
0: All right, eighteen percent.
1: Yep, I'm, I'll stick with eighteen.
0: I'm going out on a. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a risk because I like this franchise. No, I love this franchise. I don't never. I never wanted this movie. So that's where the the struggle comes. So you said eighteen. I went with eighteen because I figure it's gonna be better than four. <laughs> no. <laughs> see, five, five was the one I can see why people just don't like. I would I would guess that would be the lowest one, but it's the second lowest one at 12%. <laughs> that one was just like, all right, we got a little exhausted. We needed this fifth one to take. We needed to, like, regather ourselves.
1: I recall in the last one.
0: I like the last one. I, I, but me, I love these movies. I just like them because they tell a complete story. Now, if you would separate them and they were, like, just each their own movie. The one-offs. Yeah, then if that was the case, I probably wouldn't like him as much. So, with that said, you said 18? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb. 25%. I
1: had mine at 29 initially, so I really <laughs> got to thinking that that would have been one of the best movies.
0: So, we got Jigsaw. You giving it an 18%. I am giving it a nice, solid 25%. Fingers crossed, somehow, it is higher than that. <laughs> All right, and then... There is also the thank you for your service. It doesn't have a review, so we could do that one, or we could just leave it at Jigsaw. Dang, Thor Ragnarok is at a ninety-eight percent so far.
1: Mm-hmm, I was reading all the reviews. It was at a hundred percent for a while.
0: Look at that. <laughs> and I guess uh, Valkyrie is a lesbian in the movie, so. Mm-hmm.
1: I always gotta do something like that. I mean, her being black wasn't enough. But.
0: <laughs> like, yep, if we're gonna add a black person. We are gonna make her a lesbian, like. You can just add a lesbian character, but whatever. <laughs> so you want to do thank you for your service or you want to leave it at Jigsaw? Because thank you for your service got your boy Miles Teller in it. We can go big or go home. All right, this little happy-go-lucky army movie. I keep getting only only, uh, only the brave and thank you for your service mixed up.
1: Why won't this app... Hold on, let me pull this out before I make mine. My... I got a number in my head, but... uh we're going for that we're gonna go with going forty four percent
0: you saw the the little heart wrenching uh army story ain't ain't working for you <laughs> all right so you're going 44%. Yeah. you going forty four percent yeah make mine seem a little high I'm going with sixty eight percent
1: I couldn't' cause the fact of course it doesn't have reviews yet. True. This doesn't seem like the one.
0: That could and be the case. We
1: also got a Fireman movie coming out too.
0: That already came out. <laughs> that came out this weekend. It sat ninety percent and made six million dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah, like,
0: <laughs> now Miles him you were back. Back, he playing. He playing Drake in his uh, his house right now, and in, in his little uh, trailers for his different movies.
1: Drake in his lifetime movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, he ain't who too far fetched.
1: Who a white colored?
0: Miles Teller, he's like a dirty white. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't white, but he, he he's white. But he's like. <laughs> Does Drake got a big nose? Because he's Jewish. That's seen all Jews who got big noses.
1: I <laughs> don't got regular joint.
0: Uh, He probably got surgery Like a female
1: (laughs) Um. Alright
0: so you sticking with 44% right? Yeah Alright so we will resolve those movies on the next episode We got any Blu-rays for this week?
1: Yeah, We got a couple good ones We got War for the Planet of the Apes
0: (laughs) That sounded crazy (laughs) Uh, That's a must on Great capper to the Caesar Trilogy Love that movie. Uh, it's gonna be sad to see if Andy Serkis don't continue it. It'll be sad to see him be done with that. But I'm pretty sure he's gonna do more great things. So, my son. Uh,
1: we got the Emoji movie. Let's give it ten percent I'm good
0: on never seeing that movie again. It wasn't as awful as the reviews make it seem, but it was very blah. So, nah.
1: <laughs> we got Annabelle creation.
0: Uh, that would. I'm going to put that in a Mike rent, even though I would accept it as a gift just because I like that universe, mainly just because the Conjuring movies. Well, I'll put it out of the might rent just to watch it again to see if it was not up to par like I expected it to be. And then finally, we have Atomic Blonde. For me, like I said before, I was I was mad that I didn't like that movie as much as I wanted to, even though the action scenes were great. I would put that as well as it might rent to just watch it again to make sure if I was as disappointed as I was or to see if I was missing something. Because we all know I might have fell asleep and not even realized it. (laughs) That's
1: all for this week.
0: Alright, what movie you plan on trying to see before the next episode? Um,
1: Probably watch The Babysitter on Netflix. I keep forgetting to watch that at work. Um, And then hopefully see... I don't know. There's a possibility I wouldn't see Jigsaw this week. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm better on uh, the babysitter mostly. All
0: right, myself, I'm seeing Jigsaw, so I'm not counting that. Um, which one of these regular, regular movies? Where I try to see? It is a it's a bajillion way tie between the Snowman, uh, Marshall. There's
1: a lot of bad review movies out there. <laughs>
0: The funny thing is, if you look at the top 10, a majority of them are good. Except for uh, Kingsman, Snowman. Or the Sn- dang, I said that funny. The Snowman, The Foreigner, Geostorm, and uh, Boo. But the only ones that are below 50 is Geostorm, Boo, and The Snowman. Snowman dropped from 20 something percent to eight. <laughs> I cannot see how that movie is that bad. So so it's really between those movies. I really have no clue which one I'm going to see, but it's almost a guarantee. I'm going to watch Jigsaw. I'm going to try to watch The Babysitter at work, and then that's that. All right, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Hall Whatcha McCauley. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Nady, Nope, not that no more. It's your boy Leo Archibald, (laughs) a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Blatts in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Belly Rolling, Silk Pajamas, uh, Nate Your Wine, him, Caesar Christ, uh, Nebron James, um, who else I is... I'm uh, Nady Crosby uh, The American Fade uh, <sighs> <laughs> And um, Roley Man Talk to him challenge contestant Ninety Okay. 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 Okay.
1: Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> it's <laughs> Oops. I'm over here jacking up stuff.
0: Tuck that talk, Riff.
1: Well, I messed something up. <laughs>
0: this dude probably deleting apps off his phone on accident. Off oh, swag accident.
1: It's your boy, Joaquin Penisworth, a.k.a. K. K. Penisworth, a.k.a. I don't know what I just did to my phone. A.k.a. Pusha K, Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zandt, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young black Blackfilla, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chadwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, Egg Boy, and of course... Sweet lady,
0: would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me, just call and receive me. Alright Who suck out here It ain't, ain't Riff Miles Teller sucks uh-huh.
1: Theo James sucks mm-hmm. Jai Courtney sucks mm-hmm. Romney Malco sucks mm-hmm. Alex Rose sucks mm-hmm. Chingy sucks
0: mm-hmm. We might have to have Nina Dobrev in there as like an official staple of the- <laughs>
1: Nina Dobrev,
0: <laughs> you got to make a
1: hit or you going to stay on this new list. Uh, besides Nina Dobrev, do we have a lady this week? Or are we going Nina Dobrev as the representative? Might have YouTube? to be the
0: representative because ain't right. nobody sticking out to me.
1: Nina Dobrev, you suck. Shout out to King Ansel, the baby driver.
0: And Isaac Gonzalez is being looked at to play Catwoman. So- I can see that. All these other girls like uh, boring Jennifer Lawrence, Haley Bennett. She was talking about she was gonna do it. Somebody else. So we'll see who actually gets it. All right. I mean, I guess ain't nothing more to say. So we need to end this off by saying Happy Halloween <laughs> from us in Riff Raff, and gotta end this off with uh, yeah.